Okay, I would like to welcome up a uh, visitor today, Joe Yakubowskis, um, who's going to tell us about his experience at Covered Bridge Recovery Ministry. So would you... Oh, I'm sorry. And the kids may be dismissed for Children's Church. Thank you. Have a great time. Good morning, church. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, huh? Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm, I'm going to go real quick um, what, what my life was like. In the beginning, in my first 50 years of life, I chased the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Those are Satan's tools. I was very successful, had cars, houses. I had all the things a man would want of the world. When I was 55 years old, I was laying on the couch ready to die from alcohol death. I lost the house, the car, the money, all, all of it, the family, the wife. Everything that mattered to me was gone because of the use of alcohol and drugs. One of the things what happens with Satan is he invites you in and it looks real tempting. It looks real good. But boy, does he got, he got something coming for you. Because he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's what he almost did with me. But I cried out to the Lord. And he heard my cry. And he pulled me out of the pit. He pulled me out of the pit. And I'm dripping. I'm dripping with the worldly stuff. He put me on solid rock. And he put a new song in my heart. When I was in the world, it was easy. But when I started following Jesus Christ, my life got hard, bro. I started failing at everything because my path, it went from this to this, to the narrow path. But you know, it's said in your song today, every time I wake up in the morning, I've got victory. I got victory. I failed a lot in my sobriety. I failed. But when I wake up in the morning and I say, Lord, help me. He's there. His mercies are new every day. At Covered Bridge, one of the things that we've learned to do in life, and this is very, very important, we learn to fail successfully. And people might look at me like, well, come on, bro. What's up with that, right? I fell a lot. Coming out of that pit, I'm trying to figure out what the Lord wants in my life. What do I do? What, what's going on? But he put people in my life to love me, guide me, and protect me. And I had my bumps and my bruises. But I have godly men around me at Covered Bridge who say, Hey, Joe, we know you messed up. Come on over here. What lies have you been listening to, brother? What lies from Satan have you been listening to? Because all of us, we're still dripping a little bit. He pulled us out of the pit, but we're dripping a little bit. And we got to get those lies. We got to get that sin. Okay, it's called the process of sanctification. And at Covered Bridge, that's what we do. We don't, if we mess up, he doesn't throw, we don't get thrown out. We get sat down. And we're saying, Joe, what, what happened here? What happened here? Let's take a look. 
Let's take a look at your thought patterns. Let, let's think about the lies you were listening to when you went outside of God's providence, right? And then we sit down with the Bible and then we pray. And my life is getting better and better and better because I have victory in Jesus Christ. Because he delivers the victory. And I don't have to work for the victory. I don't have to do anything. He gives me the victory. I go and I pray in the morning and I pray at night and I serve in my church and all those things. And those are wonderful. But the victory is in Jesus Christ. And that's what we learn at Covered Bridge. We learn that no matter what, pick yourself up, right? Like David did and, and all the saints. Pick yourself up, repent to the Lord, and get right. And stay on that narrow path. Because we're going to bump. We're going to bump and grind with those, with those borders. But we can always return to the Lord. He is my salvation. And that's what I'm taught at Covered Bridge. Listen, we don't discard, right? We regard, we look, and we see. And then we understand, okay, yeah, I messed up there. But also, one of the hardest things for me, because I'm the smartest guy in the room sometimes, right? <laughs> it was hard for me to accept accountability in my life. And Jesus Christ, he sent the mountain twos, right? Accountability. In case you got weak, you got somebody to pick you up. But me, I don't want all that. And I had to learn. Let the people around me that God put in my life to love me, guide me, and protect me. That's the way he's, his world works, not Joe's. Me, I want to isolate in a room where the devil could speak to me and kill, steal, and destroy. So I, I just wanted to let you know what Covered Bridge did in my life and the men at Covered Bridge. We have a young man coming in this week, 28 years old, has a wife and two beautiful little kids. And I look at the opportunity that we have as men there because I see what happens when God grabs your heart. And we have a great opportunity to minister to this man and show him the love of Christ because that changes everything. And those little kids will grow up in the love of Christ and that wife will grow up in the love of Christ. And then he is victorious because we discard no one. So I want to thank you so much for your time. You have a beautiful church. If you would, please sign up on the Covered Bridge uh, email list because we would like to let you know what we do. And if there's anybody in your community who's suffering, give us a call because we don't discard anybody. We look and we see and we want to give them the opportunity that Christ gave us. You have an awesome day. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. That was so encouraging, Joe. Thank you. Um, I'd now like you to turn your attention to, to two people. Uh, first, just for a few minutes, um, Bob Emery, uh, who lives and serves at a church in Milton. 
um, is going to speak about how Covered Bridge got started, and actually our church was involved early on in that process. So would you come give some context? And then David Pierce will come and, and share for the bulk of the time. He's the current director of Covered Bridge Ministry, um, has been an associate pastor at Union Bible Church in St. Johnsbury, correct? Um, and he's going to talk to us more in depth this morning. So welcome, Bob and David. This church played an important role in the startup of Covered Bridge, and thus the change in this man's life. Isn't that amazing? I came here for a funeral years ago, because uh, I was a part of the funeral, and the pastor, the man that was pastoring here then, Steve Clark, anyone remember him? Yeah, came up to me and said, uh, I'm pastoring here now, but he said, and I don't know why he said it to me. He said, but I, my heart's really in prison ministry. And that's the only thing we said. I never saw him again for months. And then it came time for us to, uh, after about four and a half years of fighting, to hire an executive director for Covered Bridge. And the only name that was on my heart was Steve Clark from here. And so I, uh, I gave him a call and he and, and Lori took the job, even though we didn't have a lot of money to pay him at that time. We have a lot to pay Dave now, but. <laughs> and, uh, and Steve was our, he, he was the startup guy with myself, and that, he was our director for 10 years, the first 10 years of our ministry. And so uh, if it hadn't have been for me coming to this place and bumping into your, I guess I stole your pastor, didn't I? I shouldn't be confessing. I hadn't thought of that part of it. <laughs> Do you forgive me, everyone? <laughs> but uh, anyway, so thank you for training up Steve Clark and sending him to us at Covered Bridge. This place is such a blessing, so thank you, thank you. need to say anything, right? It's, it's all been said. Uh, appreciate uh, Joe and Bob and appreciate you guys opening your doors to us this morning. So I'm going to need to get that slideshow going. Uh, we got a presentation before we do that. Um, my name is Pastor Dave Pierce. I am saved by grace. I am growing in my obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ, and I have a noble purpose. God gave me a heart for hurting men. He allows me to engage the Great Commission um, through that, and Covered Bridge is a ministry that bears a lot of fruit for his kingdom. We want to be a resource for you guys. If you know of anyone who is hurting, who is struggling with addiction or life controlling issues, please call us, please call us. We need you though. We need your prayers, 
We need financial support at times. <clears throat> we lost a, a grant um, from the state of $32,000. Uh, we're trying to make that up. Um, I'm actually elated that we have departed from the state. They wanted us to uh, come under their umbrella to a much higher degree. Um, they wanted us to be certified under them, which really meant um, being compliant and uh, following to a degree their progressive agenda. So please sign up for the newsletter. We want to let you guys uh, know what's going on um, at Covered Bridge. So do we have a PowerPoint presentation? All right, try to get this going here. Time to reclaim your identity. At Covered Bridge Recovery Ministry, our focus is to help you discover and live out who you are in Christ. When a person comes to Covered Bridge, uh, typically they may be unsaved or they may be a, a new believer. The devil, the world system, uh, tries to conform you and does an excellent job of conforming you to its image. As Joe was saying um, earlier, his life was completely conformed to this world, and so was mine. I got saved when I was 30 years old. And so it was a, a, a rather um, interesting road uh, to figure out who I was. When I was younger, I was somewhat insecure, but I was an athlete, I was covering up that insecurity with a athletic bravado, um, but deep down inside, I was clueless as to who I was. I was looking, trying to figure out where I fit into this world, what makes me happy, uh, what pleases me, so I went down a path of destruction. Um, I enjoyed it until I hit a wall um, and realized that um, I was a really self-centered person, and I was hurting a lot of people. Uh, but it wasn't until I met Jesus Christ that I made that revelation. So we want to help people like Joe figure out who are who 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 am I? Who am I? <clears throat> what holds a person back from being that mature Christian? Um, some people grow in their maturity, they're overcomers, um, they're, they're in a steady um, path of, of sanctification. But then there's other people like Joe, who hits a high, hits a low, hits a high, hits a low. Um, and so I, I want to, at Cover Bridge, we, we specialize um, in people who have a lot of pain underneath and they've been suppressing that pain and they've never dealt with it. Um, they may have been a Christian for many years, but still are hurting. Um, this this uh, graphic shows a person who may have, has a wound in their heart. Uh, at age seven, maybe they were physically, emotionally, or sexually abused. Um, at age, uh, as a teenager, they may have, um, decided to be rebellious. Um, 
and then at age 27, taking that baggage into a marriage, um, they go through a, a real difficult, painful divorce. Um, that's the kind of guys we get at Covered Bridge, um, people that don't just need um, a little prayer and a little word. They need a lot of healing, and they need a lot of, of unwrapping of, um, of their wounds and strongholds. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let that not man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. That wounded heart represents how a person can be a Christian and be very double-minded. When a person is um, abused, um, there's, there's a degree of trauma that comes with it. When trauma happens, it's an opportune time for the devil to come in and set up camp. Uh, traumatized, demonized, and fortified. That's what we're dealing with. The heart is the emotional response center of the mind. 2 Corinthians 10.3.5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's where it's at, folks. Bringing every thought into captivity into the obedience of Christ. The goal is not to be a CNE Christian, a Christmas and Easter Christian. It's not to go to church once a week. The goal is to have a moment-by-moment relationship with Christ. It's to yoke with Christ. Not to have Christ as someone you turn to when things aren't going well. The word stronghold in the Greek, uchimora, to fortify. We are deceived to believe that the walls around our heart protect us from future pain. But the truth is that the defensive walls are designed by the evil one to keep truth out and lies in. That's a stronghold. Taking every thought into captivity into the obedience of Christ. One taken away as a prisoner by spear. Okay? That's what uh, captivity means. Take captive is to spear a thought and bring it under submission. How many times in a day do you need to pull the spear out, right? It's a challenge, it's a challenge. We all have our own challenges. The construction of a stronghold from childhood abuse, okay, this is detailed. And guys, this is not a three-point sermon. You've probably figured that out by now. <laughs> this is a flood of information, and if you, if you see a, something that's interesting, take your cell phone out and maybe take a picture of it. Um, because there's a lot here. Um, but this is, 
This is the, 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 what happens from the time a person is getting abused um, until the, the stronghold is constructed and completed. First there's abuse, then you go through trauma and pain. You believe lies about yourself, God, and the abuser. You become critical and judgmental. You have a, a critical view of the abuser. You create vows and oaths. You exert your will over God's will. You believe lies and you respond with sin. You become angry and bitter. There's hatred, unforgiveness, and vengeance in your heart. Justification and rationalization of the sinful behavior begin. The devil is, is teaching you. He's, he's molding you. He's shaping you. He's making sure that the, the sinful behaviors that you do, in your mind, you're okay with them. Um, you become defensive, defending the devil's territory, your sin, and the lies that you believe. There's a hardening of the heart. There's a distorted self-image, feeling helpless, hopeless, and or unlovable. There's, there's a distorted view of the abuser and others that um, the abuser's abuser may resemble. There's a distorted view of the environment. At Covered Bridge, most of the guys that come in are hypervigilant. Um, imagine growing up in a home where the mother or father is an alcoholic, drug addict, and when you come home from school, you don't know what you're gonna find. You don't know if it's gonna be a loving environment or you don't know if you have to hide because you need to protect yourself from, from abuse. Um, so the men at Covered Bridge have this, you typically come in and they have learned um, over when they were young to know exactly what's going on around them, what's behind them, what's in front of them, what's beside of them. Um, and so uh, there's just this heightened level of awareness. It's also probably the safest environment in St. Johnsbury because um, uh, nothing gets by these guys, nothing. Um, distorted view of the environment. You can be fearful, um, easily offended. Now once, once this stuff happens, there's typically people begin a, a, a pattern of dysfunctional behavior, uh, which may include lying and manipulating. Now, if someone has been abused, I'm not saying that this is you, okay? I'm saying that this is what we see at Covered Bridge. Um, you may have responded differently. Different people respond differently, so I'm not putting everyone in a category who's been um, abused as a child. But this is, these are just the things that we see on a repeated basis that we need to, we need to help the men through. Now here's the deconstruction of a stronghold. I won't read everything, um, just the highlights. We need to come in into an agreement with God. We need to um, understand what the word of, the God, of word of God says. It, the Bible says you need to grow in your knowledge of God. And growing in your knowledge of God, half of it is reading the word of God. That's your head. The other half is yoking yourself with Christ, living life with Christ, and, 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 and letting God, letting Christ mold your heart. That's, that's a heart knowledge. In 2 Peter um, chapter 1, it talks about growing in the knowledge of God. 
and it uses two different words for knowledge, a head knowledge and a heart knowledge. We need to confess our sins. We need to reconstruct the walls, uh, deconstruct the walls of defense. The walls need to come down. We need to forgive our abuser. And then probably what's the most difficult thing in this whole process is we need to learn to bless our abuser. How, and how in the world would you do that? Well, you need to pray for them. You need to forgive them. And how do you pray for them? You start out by forgiving them and praying for their salvation. That person, God loves that person just like he loves you. He hates the sin, um, but, he, but he, he is concerned about that person's soul. So we need to learn to pray for our abuser, and we need to learn to bless our abuser. Jesus gave the perfect example of that. He was getting abused. He was, he was carrying his cross, he, and, and, and it was a horrible situation. And he stops, and he says what? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I mean, I don't think any of us got abused as bad as Jesus did. So he set the standard, he set it high. And we need, to, we need to do that. And then finally, the last step is to receive forgiveness. Fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness, faithfulness, self-control. So how can a person, how can a person, how can a Christian exhibit the fruit of the Holy Spirit and be this type of person one minute and the next minute be angry and, and furious and, or, or resentful or whatever negative emotion you may, you may want to put in there. The, 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 if information goes into the side of our heart that has not been affected by sin, we can respond in a loving way. But if one of our wounds are poked, then there's fruit of evil that, come, that, that could possibly come out of that. Hatred, despair, chaos, anxiety, meanness, wickedness, unfaithfulness, harshness. So I'm counseling with a couple and uh, the guy comes in and he says, you gotta help me. This woman is wicked. She just is crazy. Uh, she, I, she, she really knows how to push my button and, and, and get me angry. And I need help, I, you need to help me with this woman. So he's going on and on and on, and he looks at me and he says, what do we do? And I said, well, the problem, sir, is not that she's pushing your buttons. The problem is, is that you have buttons to push. So we're gonna start there. And these buttons represent the wounds in our heart. Back to the identity. The devil is, is a thief, and he, he steals our identity. And one of the ways that he steals our identity is to get us to hate ourselves. I can't do anything right, helpless. I'll never amount to anything. I'm unlovable. No one loves me. God can't and won't love me. I'm dirty. I'm a failure. There's no hope for me. Now, if a person's thinking like that, 
Well, the Bible says, love your enemy as yourself. God wants us to, God wants us to know who we are as a valued child of God, not who Satan has molded us to think we are. It's hard. Lies of rebellion, you know, the 15-year-old the wound there. Um, no one listens to me or cares about how I feel. No one is going to tell me what to do. I know what's best for me. I cannot trust anyone. In order to protect myself, I need to make my own decisions. Truth of identity. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I'm a valued child of God. We loved him because he first loved us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As far as the east is from the west, so far, uh, you guys, you, you get the picture, right? Um, claim your true identity in Christ. We are all made in the image of God, but it is not until we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb and begin to grow in our knowledge of God, of who we are and what role God designed us for in the body of Christ, that we can claim our true identity. On the left, it shows what the evil spirits, the devil tells us and what he is groomed to tell us. On the right, it's, what, it's the truth and what God um, tells us. Here's the same. If you're walking in truth and you're walking in love, and the Holy Spirit is, is uh, you're under the influence of the Holy Spirit. The right side there um, dominates, but if a wound is poked, the left side starts to dominate. Humility cures worldliness, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Wow, I bet that has a whole new meaning to you guys, to some of you now, right? Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Triple-minded, quadruple-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. One of the things that um, the devil feeds us on a silver platter is, is when we're unsaved and we're growing up in the world, um, the world and the devil teach us where to get our pleasure and our, and our comfort. The Bible says that God is the God of all comfort, right? All, that little tiny word, God is the God of all comfort. Satan says, whoa, 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 whoa. I got a whole slew of things that we can fill that gap with. Let's try this. Illegal drugs, alcohol, sexual sin, gluttony, inappropriate prescriptions, over-the-counter medications used inappropriately, excessive time at work, uh, material things, toys, inappropriate entertainment, which is huge. That's the one that affects us in a huge way in this culture. Fruit of the Spirit, self-control. The more alcohol you drink, the more drugs you take, the more you lose self-control. 
the more your flesh begins to take over, the more uninhibited you become, the more inappropriate decisions we make, and the more we open ourselves up to demonic influences. Okay. I wanted to pause here, and one of the pieces of the construction of a stronghold is um, creating vows and judgments. And I've heard, I've been a Christian like um, almost 30 years-ish, and I, I've never heard a sermon on vows, which is really interesting because it's one of the huge things a person has to, to work through in order to um, be set free. And here's, um, here's a, uh, a sample of, of vows. If a person is getting abused, they may respond by saying, I hate that beast. I will never treat my kids that way. He's so stupid, he can't even run his own life. He's certainly not gonna run mine. What a hypocrite. He's not going to tell me what to do. He's a drunken pig. He only cares about himself. I'm never going to neglect or abuse my wife or kids that way. Guys, the Bible tells us not to create oaths and vows because really what you're doing is you're establishing your will. Most of those start with I will or I will not. Well, if you've established your will, you're, sub, you're, you're, you're going around God's will, right? The Lord's will be done, not our will. So we've got to repent of those vows when you, create, when you create a vow, you set yourself up to do the same thing. When you create a vow, you set yourself up to do the th same thing. Now, it may not look just like that because you'll have your own version in your mind of what you think is good and what you think is bad, but it's still evil. A wounded or divided heart. Walls of defense. Guarded or protected heart. Distrust God, distrust authorities. When a person has, a, has walls of defenses up trying to protect themselves, many times they have a fixed intellectual mindset. The devil loves to make us ignorant because the Bible continues to pound us and say we need to grow in our wisdom and knowledge. Um, Another wall of defense is the arrested social maturity. Um, I'm sure you guys know people who are 40 years old who, who think they're still 16. Um, people get trapped emotionally um, and they struggle to give or receive love. And it's just a pattern. It goes around and around and around. It's never ending. Common defense mechanisms, hypervigilance, blame shifting, denial, distrust, independent, self-sufficient, and uncooperative, rationalization, justification, cover up and sneak, anger and intimidation, critical and judgmental, escapism or isolation, lying, being manipulative, being argumentative. Defensiveness is a reliance on self. It is rooted in pride. Cursed is the man who makes self his confidence. Forgiveness, we need to forgive, reconcile with God, and sense the, the, the closeness of the Holy Spirit. When we forgive others, when we forgive our abusers, we resolve pride, rebellion, idolatry, adultery, lying, stealing, covetousness, and a whole slew of other sins. When we, when we receive forgiveness, 
we stop fighting with God. When we forgive others, we resolve pride, bitterness, resentments, hatred, criticalness, vengeance, unforgiveness, and we stop fighting with others. Common sense issues, we've been over that. So who's the boss in your life? We're made up of body, soul, and spirit. On the outside is white, that's, that's your spirit. Is your spirit predominantly influenced by demonic spirit, demonic spirits which um, have come through the world culture, through obeying your flesh, through the devil's spirit, through ancestral sin, through evil human influences? Who's the boss? Is your body the boss? Boss is your is your spirit? Is the devil's spirit? Or is the Holy Spirit? Is the Christian culture, do you have a, a, a set of moral truths? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you and do you obey the Spirit? Um, or are you living out and enjoying ancestral, ancestral blessing? Um, and do you surround yourself with godly human influences like Joe was saying? So we're coming here to the end um, and here's the deal, right? The goal is to have scars healed scars. Our Christian testimony of overcoming the, de the deception flowing from the world, the flesh, and the devil. So until these, heart, until these wounds are healed, until we've been able to overcome the strongholds that are keeping the wounds um, infested and, and painful and open, um, we need to overcome them we need to get them healed so that we're stable, right? A double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. You guys know what it's like to, to be around someone. You gotta walk on eggshells because if you say just the wrong thing, you're gonna offend them. That's an unstable person, but unstable people come in all forms, a lot, lot more than that. Our capacity to love d diminishes um, as sin enters our heart until Christ makes us whole again. To overcome addiction, God wants us to fully surrender. Drugs and alcohol, any false comforts is a problem, but not the root problem. You get that? It's not the root problem. One must fully surrender to God's sovereignty. I must decrease so God can increase. In our weakness, God shows himself strong. A testimony implies that we've been tested and have overcome. We need less of self and more of Christ. This is just a chart that shows over time that we need to continue to die to self and let the new man mature and grow. He is made strong in our weakness. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my name's sake will find it. Whoever Desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my name's sake and the gospel will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. 
and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Been taught by Christ that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. And they overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the lamb, your salvation, by the word of your testimony, sanctification and obedience. And they did not love their lives to the death, but they gave, they were, they were willing to give up their life, give up their sin, because God has a, a, a noble cause for, for us to engage in. We need to engage the Great Commission, stop advancing the, the kingdom of darkness, and start advancing the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Now that was a lot. Um, again, I just wanted to give you guys a, an overview. Um, but that's the nitty-gritty nitty of what we do on a daily basis uh, at Covered Bridge. I spend about, I don't know, 13 hours a week in group with the men um, at Covered Bridge going over all of this stuff and more. Um, so, Pastor, or the, um, do you want Bob, Bob come up for a minute? Sure. Bob, you still awake? Come on up, Bob. <laughs> David, why don't you stay up here as well, and we'll just pray for Cover Bridge. And Joe, why don't you come up as well? Let's pray for pray for these men and their ministries and um, the work that's happening. Father, we thank you for we thank you that um, we've heard these testimonies and this teaching. Uh, so much has been shared. I pray that uh, whatever. Uh, I pray that you'd pinpoint for each person here what we need to remember and take home and act on. And we pray for uh, David as he leads this ministry that you would grant him wisdom and e energy and insight and love for these guys. We pray that Covered Bridge would be a place of um, continual healing where uh, lies are forgotten and replaced with truth, where strongholds are demolished, uh, where men are moved from um, being broken, uh, uh, dominated by sin, to being whole and dominated by the love of Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Oh, and just provide every, everything they need, financially, spiritually, uh, just let your blessings flow into that place and that ministry. Amen. Amen. Amen.